Good afternoon. It's Lancaster Connects. It's 2024. Can't believe it's 2024. We're already a full week in. Um, my name is Ben, and we are inside of Gardner's Mattress and more broadcasting live. Lancaster Connects, the show about uh, great people doing great things with great organizations right here in Lancaster County. Um, Sometimes that's a business, a uh, small business like us uh, who gives back to the community. Other times it's nonprofits and uh, related charitable organizations. And we have a great one on today. Uh, maybe some of you are watching uh, live here on Facebook or YouTube or LinkedIn. Uh, thank you very much for watching live. Of course, this show uh, lives on forever on YouTube and uh, other streaming platforms like uh like uh, facebook um and uh you know linkedin if you happen to let, see on our pages or land on those pages and scroll through uh, you'll see that so gardeners mattress some more and lancaster connects pages is where you can watch the show uh past episodes i wanted to point out you can watch at lancasterconnects.com slash episodes you'll see an episode link at the top of the page you can just click on that um i wanted to highlight last week's show and guest we had troy Brooke Walski, I think that's the pronunciation of his name, from Universal Athletic Club. Um, and they are actually our sponsor for uh, the first month of 2024 in January here. But last week's show was great. You know, New Year is always, you know, people start making resolutions, do this or that, um, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, losing weight or eating better or, you know, usually they relate to maybe being healthier in some way, shape or form. Um, of course, Universal Athletic Club is a place where you can absolutely do that. Um, I am a Universal member. In fact, uh, my trainer, Sean, is right there in the picture kneeling down. Um, Sean is fantastic. I take a class three days a week at 5 a.m. in the morning and um, Sean uh, has whipped me into shape over the last year and continues to do so in 2024. Uh, but fantastic um, uh, fitness center. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, give them a look uh, on their website, uh, universalathleticclub.com, I believe that is. Um, but last week's show was great. Uh, go check that out with Troy. Uh, we talked a lot about the club itself, you know, what they uh, encompass. I mean, there's all kinds. Of, you think of an athletic club, you know, you might think of weight training, uh, and, uh, maybe taking a class like, you know, bicycle class, uh, you know, cycling, whatever. Um, and they, they have all kinds of fitness classes. I mean, and most of these classes are included in your membership, but there, uh, there's something within the universal athletic club called the renewal center. And that's, we spent a lot of time last week talking about the renewal center, uh, podcast producer right on it, Chris. Oh my gosh. He's on it. Uh, the renewal center covers a lot of different therapies for, uh, like it says, anti-aging and recovery, uh, recovery for your body. Uh, typically, these uh, services uh, you pay for in addition to uh, your membership, but there are a lot of modalities and therapies within the Renewal Center that are designed, again, for anti-aging, for body recovery. A lot of people will go up to the Renewal Center after a workout or just before a workout. Um, I've done, myself, I've done a, a handful of the, in fact, there's one I've done before, the Novathor therapy. Um, basically, it's like a 12-minute nap inside of a bed. It looks like a tanning bed. It's not a tanning bed at all. Um, there are uh, direct benefits to your health and well-being and sleep within the Renewal Center. There's a massage chair. 
There's other uh, items there on the screen there. Uh, so we talked a lot about that in last week's show with Troy and Universal. And uh, I, I definitely encourage you to, to go back and watch the show. Um, if you're not aware of some of the things that you can do to help your body recover and just be more healthy, the Renewal Center at Universal can help. Um, so like I said, we're, we're excited to have them as our January sponsor, um, you know, prioritize you. That's kind of their message this month. Um, your well-being shouldn't be an afterthought. And uh, whether you're brand new to fitness or an experienced exerciser, their goal is to make sure you're comfortable and confident. Um, and they believe if you spend time in improving or maintaining your well-being, um, those times should be uh, enjoyable. So um, definitely reach out to Universal Athletic Club. Um, their offer this month uh, for being a sponsor, uh, you can get eight sessions of uh, the Novathor or the Beamer therapy within the Renewal Center for just 99 bucks. So just go in, mention Lancaster Connects, uh, go to the Renewal Center. Uh, like I said, mention Lancaster Connects and you can get eight of those sessions for just 99 bucks. Uh, and you can also, uh, Chris can, I think, can bring up the contest page. You can also win some sessions to the Renewal Center. Very low entries at this point. We're just only a week into the contest. And really, I think people are just waking up from the Christmas holiday. So that number will, will go through the roof soon. But, um, you know, at the moment, you have a pretty good chance. Uh, that's the, that's the gift right there. The gift certificate, you get six free sessions if you're the winner for this contest. So just go to LancasterConnects.com slash contest, like Chris has there on the screen. All we ask for is your name and, and email address. And once you enter, you'll have additional opportunities to enter uh, by subscribing to uh, Lancaster Connects, uh, our podcast page, YouTube page, uh, visiting us on Facebook and giving us a like, that sort of thing. So super, super easy. You can get four entries just like that. Give it, you know, probably a minute and you've got your four entries. All right. So again, thank you to Universal Athletic Club for being January sponsor. You know, I think uh, being athletic uh, and, and uh, you know, health, well-being, all of that uh, really translates, translates, well, translates, translates well to our guest. Our guest is Kyle Martin and Kyle Martin represents a great organization called Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Hello, Kyle. How are you? Good, Ben. Hey, I got to say that's a world-class transfer right there. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely done. Well, thank you. <laughs> you know, I, oh, I, sh I should mention, normally I have a, a partner sitting next to me. His name is Jeff. Everybody who watches the show knows Jeff. Jeff is actually battling a respiratory uh, a thing, a non-COVID respiratory thing. So uh, he's taking it easy. He's, he's around, but uh, he's taking it easy. He's He's usually the transition master. He's like, you know, he, he goes from, from one to the, you know, like, I don't, I don't know what he's doing. And then boom, he hits that transfer and it's, it's, it's all good. Oh, so that was great. I appreciate you. I appreciate you uh, give, giving me the love that time. So, <laughs> so uh, Kyle, thanks for being on the show. Um, you know, first I, I just, I just want to ask, um, you know, are, are you a Lancaster native? Yes. Yeah, I am. So I, okay. I grew up in New Holland my whole life. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, there's not much more than that. I am like I haven't lived further than 10 minutes from where I am right now my whole life. So. Okay, that's cool. So that's cool. So pretty local. <laughs> yeah. So before we start talking about FCA, um, you know, what to you, what makes the Lancaster community special? We, you know, we, we're always talking about Lancaster and the cool things going on in Lancaster. But to you, what I mean, you, you've spent your whole life uh, living in Lancaster. What, what makes Lancaster special to you? Oh, man. 
apart from it being where I grew up. I mean, it's just, it's cool to see uh, the different communities. I mean, where it's just, I find it's pretty inter- intertwined, the community here yep. next year. Um, you're going to see a lot of, a lot of businesses work side by side. Uh, a lot of ministries yep. in Lancaster work side by side. And I think that's something special you don't get wherever you go. So I, I, I put that one up there for me. Well, that, you know, that's a great, um, a great thing that you brought up there because, you know, about organizations working with each other, faith-based organizations and just businesses in general, nonprofits. I mean, we, this is episode 126. So, I mean, we've talked to many, many, many other organizations, business owners, um, nonprofits, charitable organizations. In fact, one just popped up on the chat. Steve Goble uh, from the Goble Group uh, says FCA for the win. Um, <laughs> that comment came in there. Uh, so you, you've got a fan in, in Steve there. But uh, we see it over and over and over again, how intertwined a lot of these organizations are, the support they give each other. And, you know, Lancaster, I mean, I'm sure this exists in other communities, but it just seems like there is something special. Maybe it's in the water here, <laughs> Lancaster County, but everybody seems to have a heart of not only giving back, but but helping each other to give back. So um, I'm, I'm excited to talk to you and, and uh, see the ways that FCA is kind of intertwined with other organizations and, and gives back to the kids. So yeah, that's cool that you brought that up. So uh, some of our watchers might be wondering what is fellowship of Christian athletes. And it's a good question because it's, it's relatively new here in Lancaster. I'd say it's, okay. uh, I want to say it started in 2016 here in Lancaster. So, okay. but, uh, as was in the description, it's been around since 1954. So it's been around for a long time, uh, far beyond my years for sure. But we're basically a faith-based organization that we, we use sports as our outlet to share the gospel is really what it is. And, and to, okay. to minister to coaches and athletes, uh, we use sports as that outlet. And it, we believe it's uh, a strategic position to be in the realm of sports. It's, it is one of the more massive things where you can get a group of people. I mean, you get 70,000, 100,000 people to get together and watch one game. That's happening in front of them. It doesn't happen all the time. So you wow. know, the, the realm of influence is just it's there. And uh, we believe it's strategic that, that we're in that position. So, so uh, obviously, FCA is not a Lancaster-specific thing. Lancaster has a, a chapter. Would, is that what you would call it? Yeah, you can call it that. Yeah, that works. Okay. Uh, but no, it's definitely global. It's it is okay. It's in over a hundred countries. I can't name them all, but um, yeah, we we started a chapter here in Lancaster, like I said, uh, 2015, 2016, something like that. Okay. Actually, I, mean, I wasn't part of that. I only recently came on staff a couple of years ago, but yeah. And and um, who who started it in Lancaster? Um, was there was there a person behind bringing it to Lancaster? And small, and why why was there a need in Lancaster for the services that FCA provides? Small, I'm totally going to get this wrong. I don't know if I can tell you exactly who started it. In oh, Lancaster. that's okay. Um, I want to say Justin Byer was the first name that comes to my head, but okay, yeah, um, yeah, okay. No, it's. <laughs> Yeah, he he moved here from Virginia and he just wanted to get things started and and, okay. and I mean it's really taken off. We'll we'll obviously dive into more of the conversation then about where we're at and where we're going, but it's definitely taken off in the last eight years. That's great. And uh what is your role within FCA? 
Yeah. So I'm an area representative and that could mean a variation of different things. But uh, for me, it means I basically oversee a certain grouping of schools within Lancaster. So um, okay. there are eight staff in Lancaster County for, for FCA, full-time staff. And oh, wow. uh, so yeah, I oversee Solanco, Lampio, Stradsburg, and Costago Valley. Um, so I'm an area okay. representative for those schools specifically working with the coaches, working with the athletes in that, in those school districts. So that, that's, um, that's interesting. Um, so, and I think this will give us more of an understanding of how FCA works. So um, you're, is it mostly all school-based? Are you, are you working within the school districts to uh, bring athletes into the FCA world? Um, and does it even go beyond schools? So we've definitely been, campus driven uh in the past okay. but i'd say in the last couple of years we've we're kind of taking a look into the future and, and saying you know we're we're not certain what what possibilities lie as far as being allowed in public schools uh and you just never know and so we really started to dive into the the club sports realm uh the okay. you know getting into the sports that aren't very popular i mean you get in working into equestrian stuff and surfing and skating and, and outdoors stuff. And it's just, we're broadening a horizon of, of our impact. And, and a lot of that had to do with, you know, we looked at, at our, at our mission statement and it's, and it's to lead every coach and every athlete into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and his church. Right. right. And, and we looked at that and said, are we really able to reach every coach and athlete if we're only on a, on a campus and in reality right. you can't i mean and and we can't reach every coach and every athlete by ourselves we need volunteers to help do that uh but yeah we just we really looked at at that and said you know we need to expound more on on, on our influence our realm of influence so what does that look like when you go do you go into a school or do you have uh events uh planned out that students can attend um what 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 does that model look like yeah so i mean it, it can kind of look different on different campuses uh okay. but basically I, my role is to to build a relationship with with some of the coaches uh, and some of the faculty staff uh in a school and then from there we we try to create different events like you said of of how can we get kids uh, into our realm of influence, and then from there disciple them. Uh, and right. and what and one of the ways we do that is what we call a huddle. Uh, it's a sportsy term for a small group. So uh, yeah. different different schools we usually do a a morning huddle, and that usually consists of twenty to sixty students, depending who's who's coming. They'll come in from any sport, you know, any point in school, and they come in. Yeah, we we have a snack, whether it's donuts or whatever, and then they'll break out in small groups and play a game right before school. And that's usually once a week. Uh, okay, that's I mean that's just one of the ways that we we kind of do that. Yeah, you see the huddles list on the screen there. Uh, okay, yeah, there is definitely more huddles there. We're updating that uh, currently, but yeah, I mean, well, and even yeah, I mean, what you can see there is we're in a lot of schools, right? And right. Yeah. Go for so it. is it, 
so is it you and some other members of your team and, and volunteers, I, I think you said, um, that, that come into the school, you said it's before school and obviously the kids get there, you know, probably parents drop them off right. or, you know, if they're <laughs> of driving age, they drive themselves there. But, you know, so, um, like maybe like an hour before school, something like that. Yeah. Uh, 45 minutes, half an hour. Something yeah. Like that. Um, but, yep. but no, usually it's, it's me like for the, I go into the schools that I represent. So like I said, it's like the Conestoga Valley LS. Um, but then the other staff people have schools they oversee and they do the same thing at those schools as well. So we'll, yeah, there's a list of staff there and we'll, okay, yeah, yeah. what we'll do is we'll build relationships with some teachers who are, who are also coaches and, and they're kind of our in between with the faculty staff, you know, if we need anything and, uh, yeah, we, we're really about building relationships and, and discipling coaches and athletes. And then, you know, we want to be disciples who are making disciples ultimately. Right. right. So, so how can we do that? Well, it starts with one relationship and, and part of that is, you know, reaching out to a coach and say, Hey, you have a group of kids on your team that want to get together, you know, and, and go through, go through John or Mark or Luke or something. Uh, sure. And then build something from there and just kind of see where it goes. It's kind of FCA is unique in that it can kind of fit into, you don't have to fit into its program, so to speak. Right. Uh, it can right. kind of fit into to what you want it to look like. That's cool. So do you find kids that are involved, bring their friends from the teams with them? Do you, do you get that a lot? A lot? Uh, yeah, sometimes. I mean, it depends on, on, a kid. I mean, you sometimes yep. you get kids who want to make their friends a part of everything that they're a part of, and sometimes sure. they just want their own thing that they can go to. Uh, and yeah, so we do see it, but uh, I mean, yeah, like one day I I walk into Costa Valley, and you know, the week before I had said, "Hey, let's." Uh, one of the guys is on the football team. I said, "Why don't you invite some of them out?" And then the next the next week, he <laughs> he walked in. And I, I want to say he had 10 guys behind him and they were all, it, it, it was Jersey day. They all walk in wearing their jerseys. That was pretty intimidating. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. He had the whole defense with him. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So the, the, the morning huddle, that that's one thing that you do. Uh, what are some other things, uh, programs that you have in place for, for students? Yeah. So, uh, it's kind of, like I said, it is different for each, each school and, and okay. flexible to fit. Uh, kind of what the students want because ultimately it is a, a student-driven ministry. We want okay. it to be something where you know they can run with it. They can share their ideas, create a plan. I mean, their realm of influence in high school is a lot greater than mine, right? So, mm-hmm. sure. So I I'm going to walk in into a small group and everyone's going to look at me as a as a teacher or whatever. They're going to walk in and they're going to be a friend and they're going to be, I'm not saying I can't be that, but it's more of, it's different when it comes from a peer than it is from an adult. Right. Um, no question. Yeah, for sure. That's cool. That's cool. Um, do you have any after school programs or any, any programs that happen on the weekend or gatherings, anything like that? Uh, not necessarily. And that's kind of where we're getting into the, the club sports um, okay. and, and what right. that, what all that entails. And club sports is 
is really just as big as campus sports right oh, yeah. now. I mean, and it's definitely more of an investment uh, on the parents' side, for sure, sure. into a club sport. But yeah, that's kind of yep. where we're, where we kind of hit a, not a roadblock, but we're kind of like, hey, we want to reach every coach and every athlete. So we right. get into these after school things and into these things that happen during the summer. And yeah, so we're, we're starting to dive into that and let's yep. see what that looks like. Well, that's cool. My, my daughter does uh, club volleyball. Okay. <laughs> so she played on the Bandheim Township high school volleyball team this past fall. Sweet. Um, and uh, yeah, now, it, I mean, these, these sports, I mean, some kids do like two and three sports and maybe there's not time for, for club sports, but you know, if you're the, type of kid that only does one or maybe two sports in the off season, you do the club sport <laughs> to stay, you know, fit and active and, and build your skills and all that. So that's what she's doing now. Yeah. Um, you know, volleyball has um, become for us, like it's super exciting. It's a lot of fun, a lot of energy. And I've, I found a really great team aspect. It's, it's, it's very team focused. So, um, you know, she's, she's part of the PA elite, uh, club program. So awesome. um, I don't, I don't have any contacts for you with them, but, um, no, you know, they're, they're kind of just, uh, they're down the road on route 30, uh, near Walmart. That's, that's their the volleyball corner is where they meet, but, um, mm-hmm. but she's, she's had a good experience with, with club volleyball. Yeah. And, and something we run into is these kids sports is their life. Like, and, and I'm not saying you're doing this to your kid, but some parents can, can kind of push that along them. And his kids are like, you know, if I don't perform well in the sport, uh, I am nothing, you know, and right, that's, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll kind of dive into that mental state that just really isn't healthy. Uh, and that's, you know, that's just something we want to walk through with students. You know, we want to walk them through, hey, you know, don't, don't root your identity in your sport because, you know, you look at these professional athletes and, and they get to the point in their career where they're, they're not in sports anymore. And then what are the, if their identity is rooted in that, then where, where are they going? Right. (laughs) And, and their life is over, so to speak uh, in their eyes. And, and we really want to get kids to point where they, they're viewing sports as, as a, as a platform for their faith. And, and as a, as in a, what's what we're looking for. We want to get them to the point where they view sports as an outlet to, to glorify God and not just, mm-hmm. you know, their every day, uh, I got to perform in this. I got to perform in this. Right. Uh, and if I don't, then I'm a failure. It's like, no, we, right. Yeah. That's a dangerous path to go down. What are, so I'm glad you brought that up. Um, what, what are some of the other topics or uh, issues that kids deal with, or they might come to these huddles and meetings with, what are some other subjects that, that these athletes, uh, may want to discuss with with their huddles. Yeah, no, that's a good question. Uh, a lot of what we get is is kids being overwhelmed, and sure. you know, and that can include a lot of different things going on in their life. School is stressful enough. You add uh, two a day practices on top of that, and then mm-hmm. and then you add whatever home situations going on because we you never know. Um, so I mean, they're just they're looking for a place to to have community that's that's centered around their faith and that they know that these other students are are joining them in that they can strengthen each other you know iron sharpens iron right and sure. yeah we want 
these kids just come in with so much and we're, we're definitely in an age where, where it's starting to become, you're okay to talk about it now. You know, it used to be pretty taboo to talk about your mental health, but yeah, right. Right. That's something kids are starting to talk about more. Well, and that's good. You, you do see it a little bit in professional sports, mental health being um, really prioritized and, and made important and not just, you know, kind of shoved under the rug. So that that's great that you're kind of tackling it, tackling it at, at the school level as well. Yeah. When, when Chris was scrolling through the website, uh, you know, there were a lot of high schools listed. I saw middle school, uh, there, uh, there was a number of middle schools listed and even, uh, a couple of local colleges, um, Millersville and I think Lancaster Bible college. Um, does it start at the middle school level? Is that where FCA starts to be involved? Uh, I mean, yeah, again, it depends on the school district, but we, we even have some elementary huddles. Um, Oh, okay. That's and, cool. And it's, you know, what, what we want to do oh, is right elementary school huddles. So, I mean, we really want to get them to the point where they're seeing the sport that they play as an opportunity to glorify God from a young age. Uh, That's cool. And, and yeah, we're seeing that, man, these kids that are in elementary huddles, uh, then they go into their middle school huddle, they're a leader, then they go to high school. Yep. Then when they're done with high school, they become an intern in the summer with us. And then, okay. and right. then ho- hopefully they become staff. No, that isn't the exact yeah, right. route, but. No, ideally that's, you know, they're being plugged in with us from the time they're five, six years old till they're supporting us as a donor someday, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that's cool. Is that, was that kind of your path where were you involved with FCA at the high school level? Yeah. So I was involved with FCA at the high school level. Uh, okay. I was homeschooled my entire life. So, okay. but I played baseball my entire life and, yep. you know, that was something I was blessed to do is you know, be a, a homeschool student allowed to play on the local school team, uh, the baseball cool. team. And, and yeah, it's, uh, my junior year, yeah, we started SCA and, and I started a huddle and it just, you know, I, I was involved with it from there. I led a devotion with my baseball team, some of the guys, uh, and, and it was just, it was a good time to come together as peers. You're away from coaches, you're, you know, you're away from the drama and you're just getting together. And that was on a team level. Mm-hmm. You know, I, w- I was talking earlier about campus huddles and how you come together as, as the whole school. We also want students to lead devotionals in their locker rooms uh, with their team specifically. And because yeah. that is, I mean, that is where impact happens when, when one kid says, hey, let's dive into something. And he brings four or five of his friends, his or her friends along. That's cool. Are you, you mentioned coaches, um, are coaches ever involved in, in, I mean, obviously they, they, you're trying to get to the coach level so they can recommend for their student athletes to be involved in FCA, but are they ever part of the huddles themselves or you kind of want that to be more like the students without the coaches there? Uh, that's usually more everyone. We kind of want it to be a a student thing, especially on the team level. Now, when we do the campus huddle, we, you know, coaches can come um, but, yep. and they'll dive into the huddle just to, I mean, that's even good for a student to see their coach be vulnerable, right? When sure. a lot yep. of times coaches are known to be very strict and straightforward. And it's like, well, you know, you're, 
they're as much of a human as you are, right? And for kids to see that, That's it's cool. important. So, yeah, we do on the team level. Ideally, it's it's a peer to peer. But when we get into camp stuff, we usually coaches are allowed to come. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I know you do camps. Um, you know, I mentioned my daughter plays volleyball, and um, over the summer we did a camp, uh, an FCA camp at Kutztown um, for four or five days. Yep. Um, first time kind of like doing an overnight camp, <laughs> which is uh, cool and a, and a good experience and, uh, you know, learning experience for her. And uh, she had a great time. Um, you know, really the, the whole thing, the, you know, the, the food, the, the counselors, the, the program itself. Um, so maybe you could talk a little bit about the camps, what's offered, when they're offered, where they're offered, yeah. how people can attend and get and get involved. Yeah. So, and that kind of helps dissolve a, a myth of an FCA staff person that once the school year ends, we're done because we're okay. a school ministry, right? Right, <laughs> no. right, right. Summer right. is... Summer's off. No, 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 no. No, summer <laughs> is is as much go, go, go as, as this time mm-hmm. of year. Uh, in fact, probably more. But yeah, right. we run... We run a bunch of different camps around here. We run three uh, power camps uh, at what those are, and that's for kids ages 8 to 12. And that's, you know, they come in. It's basically an introductory level camp. It's a Christian camp with sports. It's not a sports camp, right? So okay, they come in. They have a a little worship, some, some teaching. They do an hour practice. They come in for lunch go back to practice and then the day's over. Right. So we're really, and, and what we do is we get our high school student leaders to come be the counselors for that. Uh, That's cool. And, and man, you see some cool stories in that of just, you know, it, this high school guy's got an elementary school kid and he's ministering to him. And then in the fall, this kid goes and watches him play football at the end of the game, he comes over and, that's cool. And, and he knows him by name and by face and recognition. And it's just cool to see that, you know, a kid's face light up when a varsity right. football player recognizes them. You know, that's pretty cool. But yeah, as far that as where cool. they where they happen and, and when we have a camp, a power camp again for ages eight to twelve, uh June tenth to the thirteenth. This is at uh Westminster Presbyterian Church in Lancaster. Oh yeah. And then we have June, see here, I want to make sure my dates are right. June 17th to the 20th uh, at Petra Church in New Holland. And then July 8th to the 11th at Mannheim BIC, uh, Brethren in Christ in Mannheim. Yep. So kind of three yep. different areas in the county. And yeah, we've we've seen some pretty cool stories come out of that. Uh, I served as an intern when I was younger and, and now I'm on staff and get to see that impact and actually live it out. And yeah, then we do the Kutztown camp. That's a, it's a pretty big one. It was, yep. I think last year we had 600 kids there, something like that. So, so is it just a one, one week camp or for, for, it was all the sports, right? I remember like walking in and there were, <laughs> there were literally like hundreds of people and it was yep. like, there's a volleyball table here and a baseball table and golf and, I think even bowling. I mean, I just saw like a ton yeah. of signs and um, you know, so I, I'm assuming you were there. Yes, I was. So I, yeah. I want to specify something on the power camps really quick. 
Okay. Um, yeah. Just you said something it, it peaked in my head. Uh, it is a daycare. So it's those yeah, days. Right. It's not overnight for the eight to 12 yep. year olds. So I just wanted to clarify that you're not sending your eight year old away for, for four days. You know? um, Although, you know, a lot of parents might want to send their eight year old for a little bit yeah. of a break, but yeah, probably not an overnight camp for that, yeah. that age. No, but you're right. It is a, an overnight camp for a high school camp. And, and man, just the stories that come out of that camp are, are incredible because, and it's, it's for the mid Atlantic region. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, five or six states kids from everywhere inner city philly inner city jersey different places and, and they're being busted in they're being told it's just a camp and then they get chapel in the evening what do you know you know that uh it's just a it's a cool opportunity for us to to meet kids where they're at you know they're coming to our event but we're meeting them where they're at in their sporting environment uh and yeah that's it's an it's an overnight camp I think it's five days, and yeah, yeah I'm I'm on the uh, the program team for that. So in the evenings, we run chapel. I don't know if your daughter mentioned anything about the the set falling over during one of the chapels, but it was I'll my, ask her today. Yeah, yeah that's funny. It, no, I don't I don't recall that, but I'll it ask. It's my tonight. job to, to help clean that up. So yeah, <laughs> but no, it's it's a great time, and I mean, yeah, like I said, I think between coaches and athletes and FCA staff and volunteers. There was probably a thousand people at the campus, uh, yeah, help making this thing run and 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 impacting lives. And man, kids, kids have some cool stories, and life change happens at the camp. Now, the uh, I, I wanted to ask the counselors that are there. Um, like, were you a counselor as well? Okay, no. So I, my primary role in that camp was was to to run the evening chapel. Not run, but to help okay. run the evening chapel. But yep. then for our high school camp, we get college-age students to come and be the counselor. That's what it seemed like. Okay, yeah. yep, yep. And, yeah, so they're they're doing some of the ministry and then also the the specific sport training. Correct. Like volleyball yep. or baseball or whatever. Okay, yep. Yep, yep. that's cool. Mostly Kutztown students or just no. could be anywhere? No, that, I want to say, I don't know, and it's, could be bad. I don't know. I don't know if there was one Kutztown student at that camp. Oh, okay. So yeah, I got you. We got kids from Philadelphia, Virginia, Jersey. Cool. Yeah, you know, coming, coming to Kutztown University, and just they are getting coached by good coaches because we want it yep. to be a camp that kids want to go to. They're going to see a coach's right. name and say, "I want to go and get trained by by this person," but then that coach is going to interject some some Christ-centered coaching into his practice. And it's going to start to create new new waves in the mind of these kids and just how how can they play their sport uh, for the glory of God. And that's that's our, our goal, really. Yeah, that's well well said. You know, the the one story I did get from the camp was about the cow or the bull. Oh, man. That was... It was like a big, oh, I was like Berks County, you know, big news, right? <laughs> this, this cow, this bull is like running wild all over the t- town of Kutztown, the metropolitan yeah. area of Kutztown. And then it was like running through the campus. And I think, it, I, I guess, I don't, I don't know if it delayed anything that you did camp wise, but I think it was like a multi-day thing. And that was her, her big story. I want to say it is the, safe to send your kid to camp. It is not dangerous. It is, yeah, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> this year, we did have a, I guess, a local farmer. One of his bulls yeah. got out, and and he, he was running around for sure. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was quite the story. Oh. That was that was not in your list of things that could like potentially happen. Like I'm I'm no. sure putting this thing together, you're thinking like, well, we have to make sure we plan for this and that, and like, yeah, cow, you know, bull running around. It was the last thing on the list. list. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't the list. It was just no, down here. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it was a, it was a week full of of just interesting things. I mean, we had the whole whole cow issue. Uh, We had tornado warnings and, you know, practices canceled, so they had to just stay inside. It's like, you know, nothing is going according to plan. But really what we found was that opened some really cool avenues for the college athletes and the coaches to pour into these high school kids. And some cool stories came out of that. Um, it's just a cool picture of, of what, what God can do and the, the plans he has uh, and how sometimes we're not on the same page. <laughs> yep, yeah. 100%. So uh, the camp is always at Kutztown. It's always in June, did you say? Yeah, so uh, I don't exactly have the Kutztown dates, but it, it, we, do oh, have, it's okay. we do have a camp at Kutztown every summer for yep. high school age kids. Um, and that's and just, so, go for it. If somebody wanted to um, send their child there, it's it's high school age kids, so yep. going into high school, like go, yep. uh, going into ninth grade, and and I'm I'm guessing up through being a graduate, correct. And uh, you know where can they get more information? Yeah, so we have a FCA camps website. Uh, it's different than our Lancaster website, <laughs> but okay. you can go onto there and you can search. I mean, any camp in the in the world, really. Uh, and but if you go in there and punch in the search bar, what uh, fccamps.org, and then there should be a, a drop down of camps and then like camp types. Yeah, I see it on the screen now. So, yep, if you click find a camp and type in Kutztown Camp, it should come up. Okay, cool. And I, I, I think she found it, my we found out about it, uh, through some of. Uh, my daughter's friends who are on the club volleyball team. So they were familiar with the camp. I don't know if they had done it before or not, but they knew about it. And that's, that's how, how we got signed up. So um, I, I, I can fully recommend being involved. If you've got a high school student who's involved in sports, um, I highly recommend uh, having your son or daughter attend one of these camps. It was, it was a great experience for my daughter. Awesome. Um, now, actually, that's another question. Do you have to be a student athlete to be part of this camp? Like, let's say you're, you know, you play baseball, but you're not on the baseball team for your school. Like, could you still attend this camp? Of course. Of course. Yeah. 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 And yeah, ideally, you have some knowledge of the sport coming to the camp. Right. Because like I said, the high school right. camp is a, it is a sports camp. Like we have, yep. we have really good coaches come in. Uh, that, that know what they're doing and they're going to run a camp. And then, you know, there's going to be a spiritual aspect right. woven throughout. But then for our, for our younger camps, the power camps, it is more of a faith-based camp. Um, you don't have to have as as great of knowledge of yep. the sport. As a matter of fact, you don't have to know how to swing a bat to come play baseball. You, right. you know, it's it's more of a introductory level camp. 
for our younger ones, but the high school one yeah. is is built for people in the sport. But yeah, it makes you don't sense. have to be on your local team. No, you do not. And the um, if somebody wanted to enroll their child in one of the did you call it junior camps? What what, what was the Power name there? Camps. Power camps. Yep. Yes, thank you. Power camps. That's on the Lancaster FCA website. Correct. Right. Yep. And what is that again? You're asking when? Oh, I'm sorry. The uh, what is the website? Is Lancaster FCA oh. dot org or org? That's what yep. I thought. Yeah. Org. That's cool. Yep. And um, and are those the, the that's the extent of the camps you do? Those those three power camps and then the the regional camp. Oh, and then we run. We usually have a, a wrestling camp, so it's sport specific. Um, oh, okay. That's, that's for the Mid Atlantic region too. Don't have the dates on that yet, uh, but uh, that's something we usually run. And then there's a lacrosse camp that's held at uh, Lancaster Bible College, and that's very similar to our. As a matter of fact, it used to be part of the Coachtown camp, and then it got so big that it had to become its own camp. So there's that. There's the. Uh, Mid-Atlantic college camp, uh, college-age students go there. They get poured into, okay. and it's yeah, and that's where all our interns go. They get poured into before they start their in- internship, and yeah, it's a cool time. There it is. I see um, the dates for the Kutztown camp were just up there. Yeah, you got um, it. Yeah, June twenty-fourth or something like that, twenty-third to twenty-seventh. Yeah. That's cool. That's great. Um, so uh, maybe kind of to wrap up our time here, this is this has been great information and, and eye opening. I, I I knew of FCA and obviously the, the the camp my daughter went to, but I really didn't have a grasp of the the totality of what you do within the schools and you know all the I mean the amount of schools that you impact um, is is pretty astounding. There, um, can, can you maybe share a story of like a, a, a student athlete that has been really positively impacted uh, by being part of the, the FCA programming. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I, for sure. And that's what's cool is the story. You know, I sh- t- shouldn't tell you who, it, who it's about till the end. Yeah, no, you don't have, you don't have to share um, the name or anything. Yeah. Just, just curious. Not. I'll, I'll tell you it's, I'm going to tell you my story a little bit because, oh, perfect. Uh, because just how it impacted my life. Uh, as an athlete, um, my dad passed away at a young age. And mm-hmm. so, you know, going into high school, into a baseball team uh, as a homeschooler was just like intimidating stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I had some friends that I've been you know, getting to know. But what really was cool was just the way FCA kind of brought me in like I was just any other kid, right? You know, that's awesome. You know, I'm I'm not the homeschooled kid. You know, I'm I'm Kyle Martin. You know, and and just the way that they walked through life with me in high school and and allowed me to kind of explore my spiritual gifts and my leadership gifts and get those on the table. Let me use them, and then ultimately lead a devotional with my team, impact lives. Uh, that I otherwise, as a homeschooled kid, realistically, I probably wouldn't have done. Uh, but I was just encouraged by the staff. Uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. give her the name Diana Roth. She's one of my coworkers now. But it started That's as cool. it started as 
she was the staff person doing what I'm doing now uh, impacted me and, and and now I'm I'm here I'm doing it and and who knows maybe someday I'll have one of those stories too of of a, yeah. of a kid who comes on staff uh, after being impacted by FCA but yeah it's just it's had a great impact on my life I'm so appreciative of, of the leadership of FCA at a at the higher level and just the the importance that they put on personal growth and and really taking the time to get to know yourself and then minister mm-hmm. out of that, right? <laughs> minister out of the overflow. It's part of our new theme. You saw it on the website. Uh, yeah. We want to take people from being overwhelmed to serving out of the overflow of their heart. That's, I mean, awesome, awesome testimony. That's so cool. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I mean, it really wraps up this conversation very nicely and you know just to to see how you were impacted and then you go on to impact uh, hundreds and hundreds of other student athletes in the same way that's that's i mean that's what it's all about that's super super cool so yeah thanks for thanks for sharing that of course kyle are you ready for our connection cocktail just you know i, I, I guess I questions. it's up there on the screen i guess i have to be ready for it <laughs> <laughs> there, there are no drinks um so I, I mean we know you play baseball yep. um but do you have any other hidden or any hidden talents oh well i'm a big hunter i don't know if you can call that a talent you know depends on sure. if you get something or not i suppose well yeah right dude. Yeah. <laughs> so i don't know if it's a talent it's a hobby of mine uh i right. love being in the outdoors, hunting and fishing and stuff. Cool. Uh, yeah, I love, aside from it being what I do, I love sports, um, watching and playing. Yep. So, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So, um, all right. So we, we often talk on the show. We, um, Jeff isn't here to, to, to talk about his Eagles. We, we, oh, we boy. Won't, <laughs> we won't say what's going on here. Do you have a favorite professional sports team? And if it's uh, the Eagles, I'm terribly well, sorry. Well, I'm a Philly fan. I'll say that. Okay. All right. All right. But I guess you can say my favorite at the moment, given the current state of the Eagles, probably the Phillies. Yeah. I'm going to go in that. All right. And and yeah, I'm a big baseball guy. I've always been. I I love the Phillies. I think playoff baseball is more fun than playoff football. It's just my opinion. Oh, no question. (laughs) No question. I went to uh, game two of the NLCS and that was this year. uh, Just amazing. This past year, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, I think it was a ten nothing game against the Diamondbacks, and of course, everything coming out of that game was like that was the peak so of the sweep them this season, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, that was that was the the it I mean, was the, downhill the, from there. Stadium was electric. The I mean, everything. It was a f- phenomenal fan experience. Yeah, but it yeah, it just totally cratered yeah. after that. It was oh like, man, yeah. But I, you know what? It's it it's hard to repeat as as. Uh, you know, uh, nationally champions. Right. It, it's, it's just hard, and you know, hey, they're they're they, they've got a lot of potential for the for going forward. So yeah, I got to go to uh, last year or two years ago, I guess. I got I went yeah. to the uh, the NLDS game where they clinched against the Braves. Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah, and I mean, that, and nobody expected that. No, and just the like you said, stadium is electric. Yep, you're getting decimal warnings on your phone. You know, type of deal. Like you need, <laughs> right, you're not, right. you shouldn't be in that loud of an environment for too long. You know, and and I mean, I I want to say, what after the final pitch was thrown, Noah left the stadium for like two hours. 
They were just, oh, I can imagine. Uh, it was just, it was afternoon game. So no one was in a hurry to get home. You know, it yep. was awesome. Yeah. Well, hopefully there's more moments like that in 2024. Yeah, I agree. All right. So final question. Um, this is a tough one. Uh, do you have a favorite ice cream flavor? Oh yeah, of course. Hard hitting questions. Yeah, that's, that's tough one. I'm going to think long and hard about that, uh, but I'm going to go with coffee ice cream. Okay. 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 Just like straight up, like a, like a coffee flavor. It's got to be Lap Valley coffee ice cream. I don't know if you've ever been to okay. Lap Valley farms, but no, I'm not. Where are they? It's a small farm, uh, in, in East Earl. They, they okay. basically Lap Valley. It is literally just a, a farm. You go up to a drive through stand and you, you can get some ice cream or some milk and some homemade waffle cones. Yeah. Put it in your to do list. See, you know, we do this show, you know, as our way to give back to the community, highlight some great people and some great organizations. But that, that recommendation, that I mean, that's what that's really. If you dig down, that's what the show's about. Yeah, getting these little little places. Oh, here we go. Steve, uh, Steve's commenting. Uh, Lap Valley ice cream is a must for Jeff and Ben. Maybe, maybe we could do, uh, <laughs> yeah, do a, do a, a remote, a Lancaster Connects remote. We go go through the music uh, drive through, get your coffee ice cream. And uh, and see if you know what you're talking about in terms of ice cream. <laughs> well, yeah. Do you ever want to do that? You you let me know. I'll, I'll meet you at Latin Valley for some ice cream. Gotcha. That sounds great. Well, Kyle, this has been fantastic yeah. uh, talking to you and uh, learning about uh, the the ministry of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes (FCA) for short. Um, for those who want more information, go to Lancaster fca.org get information on the power camps on the regional camps and all of the uh local uh campus specific or school specific huddles and the ways you can get involved there kyle this has been great thanks for coming on the show and thanks for sharing yeah thank you ben this has been great you guys run a great great program here ah Thanks. Thanks. And thanks for spreading the word. Uh, yeah. We saw that you shared that shared it earlier. We appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Take, take care. Thank you, Ben. Bye. Yep. Well, that was great talking with Kyle. Um, I mean, hundreds of kids, uh, children and older, you know, through high school and beyond and, and college as well. Um, they're, they're student athletes as well. Um, you know, are, are impacted and benefited by the work of Kyle and FCA as a whole. So it's uh, really cool to uh, know that they exist here in Lancaster for almost uh, 10 years, uh, eight or nine years or so. And um, it's cool, you know, having kids myself um, to know that there are resources like FCA um, that uh, kids can be involved with. And like I said, my, my daughter had a, an experience last year uh, with the FCA camp and um, really uh, had, a, had a pretty impactful time there. So uh, thank you, Kyle, and thank you, uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Um, just another mention about our sponsor for January, Universal Athletic Club. Um, uh, you know, watch the episode last week. Um, that's probably the best thing I could say. You know, we, we had a, probably a 30, 35 minute conversation with Troy from universal athletic club. You can see that LancasterConnects.com slash episodes right at the top of the page. Uh, you'll see that there universal, um, fantastic, all kinds of services for fitness, 
fitness classes, personal trainers. There's my personal trainer, Sean, right there. Uh, I'm in a small group uh, that he runs uh, in the mornings. And uh, also check out the Renewal Center. A lot of the episode uh, last week we spent talking about the Renewal Center and some of the uh, re- body renewal aspects uh, and, and modalities and, and um, experiences in the Renewal Center. And our contest, LancasterConnects.com slash contest, is all about the Renewal Center. You can get six free sessions to the Renewal Center. Great chance to win at the moment. Only four entries, but there's plenty of time left. We've had some other contests that the first week just kind of didn't get going yet, and boom, they, they take off the second and third week. So, uh, but only four right now. You got a great chance to win. Uh, it's a value of two hundred and forty dollars, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, you can win some experiences there at the Renewal Center. Easy to enter, name, email, and uh, once you do that, uh, you'll have other ways to easy ways to enter. You know, liking on Facebook, subscribing on YouTube, uh, all of that. Um, we've got a testimonial that I'm going to share. Let me pull it up here. Um, this came in, uh, right around Christmas. Um, I thought this was, this was interesting. Um, and and I'll say this is a testimonial for not for Lancaster connects. Um, it's for gardeners mattress and more, um, right here. Uh, gardeners mattress and more, uh, is the business that Jeff and I co-own. We've owned it for the last, uh, 13 years. Uh, we're in our third, uh, well, we're in our 33rd year of operation. Um, and ironically the founder of gardeners, Jim Gardner, it's his birthday today. So happy birthday, Jim, if you're watching, uh, happy birthday. Um, but yeah, we started in 1990 and, um, here we are all these years later, helping people wake up happy every morning. Uh, it's not something that's just on our wall over there. It's something we really believe in. And uh, we strive to get testimonials uh, uh, from our customers like this one from Mel. Um, he, uh, he says, I am a relatively old retired male. <laughs> uh, shopping for anything is not a very pleasurable experience for me. And I think we, you know, you don't need to be a, a, a relatively old retired male to have that thought process to shopping. Uh, you know, sometimes it's, it's a challenging experience, uh, no matter what you're shopping for. Uh, anyway, I consider the purchase of a high quality bed to be a significant undertaking. Um, you know, how do you get started? Um, you know, ton of stores, ton of products, lots of information, lots of misinformation online. Um, so it's a significant undertaking. The sales associate that I dealt with made my buying experience a pleasure. He was very low key, knowledgeable and cooperative. He listened to all my sleeping concerns intently and was able to address all my concerns thoroughly. Thank you for your customer service. So Mel, thank you for your business. Thank you for your kind words on the Google machine. Um, we strive to give that level of service to anyone, whether you're a um, college student looking for your bed at college to newlyweds to retired old men. <laughs> we will help everybody with the same uh, amount of energy and excitement and enthusiasm and care as we can. So uh, again, our whole goal is to help you wake up happy and we will do that. Um, we're, we're coming up, you know, look, 472 reviews, five-star reviews were, you know, it was just not too long ago that we were at 400. So um, maybe in early 2024 here, we'll get to 500. It sounds like a fun number to get to. But thank you to everybody uh, who's left a review for us. Uh, we are uh, honored by that. And it's really 
um, our, the support of our customers is what allows us, Jeff and I, to do this show, to uh, try to get back to our community. Um, there's obviously cost involved for us to put this show together. That's why Gardeners is a sponsor and why we talk a little bit about Gardeners. And, of course, we have Universal Athletic Club uh, as a sponsor as well. But um, our whole goal is to shine light on the community and the great people in the community doing amazing things like today's guest, Kyle Martin with fellowship of Christian athletes. So, um, you know, thank you to Kyle for being on the show. Thank you to everybody watching Steve and Nathan. We see your comments coming in there. We appreciate your support. And, uh, if you're, you're watching and you didn't comment, maybe you can comment on episode 127 next week. Got another great local guest, uh, next week. And, um, but I think that wraps up today's show. Uh, again, thanks for watching and till the next connection, we'll see you next time. 